I really don't know where to begin with this today, but this is going to be a super quick episode and the most important thing that you hear today, because you're about to find out the truth about depression. Six truths, in fact, and I know that I often give you the science behind something and the tools to fix it, but I don't have the science for you today. I'm not giving you the science. I don't have a fix. Science doesn't have a fix. But whether or not you battle depression, this is something I have to give you. This is something that is coming from my heart. And let's just get to it. Her hair is curly. Her teeth are pearly. She's got an edge, but she's still pretty girly. Oh, oh, nothing rhymes with Dahlia. I'm afraid. And that is the biggest reason why I'm talking about this right now, because I've lost too many people. And I'm afraid for people I know, and I'm afraid for people I don't know. Some who even message me because they don't know me, and they don't know what to do. So there's safety in someone who doesn't know you, right? And I've never seen this many people carrying this much weight. So here's something I just have to say. It's not from studies. This is from my heart. This is just from observing, but it's also from experiencing. So depression is like, there's just, there's no end in sight. Think about it. It's much easier to get through something when you know it's ending, right? Now, just before these real truths about depression, I have a quick story that can really help illustrate this point. Now, I've been through many injuries throughout my life, whether as a competitive athlete and putting my body through it or from car accidents where a car seemingly tried to put itself through my body. And by the by, none of these car accidents did I cause. They were all no fault. Thank you very much. But I've been through injuries. And I want to share what happened at two different times in particular when I was injured, because this is just the simplest way to give you a different perspective on depression. Stick with me here. We're going somewhere with this. So I had really, really bad injuries this one time from a car accident. Yes, the one I told you about in the first episode where I came this close to death. Broken bones, whiplash, concussion, torn this, torn that, some burns, and well, trauma, right? Physical, emotional, but x-rays, CT scans, MRIs, therapy, all of these things were able to pinpoint those injuries, give me diagnoses, give me prognoses, and it was a long road to recovery. But that's one side of this, right? Now, the other side, the other injury, this happened in my sacrum, my lower back somewhere. They couldn't quite pinpoint the problem. And this wasn't nearly as bad as the car accident, but I still couldn't walk properly. I couldn't run. I couldn't sit. I couldn't lie down. I was in pain, not nearly as much as after that accident, that accident that 
almost took my life. Yet this injury that was not nearly as bad took more of my life out of me. I really believed this would never end because nobody was able to give me an end date. Nobody was able to tell me what it was. Here's the thing. No one could name the pain with that injury. No doctor could pinpoint it. No x-ray, no CT scan, no MRI. So while this was not nearly as bad as that car accident, this was so much worse. This was so much worse, not only mentally and emotionally, because even though the pain wasn't as bad, I actually felt more pain. Why? I didn't see the end. I didn't have any indication when it would end. One month goes by, two months go by, three months go by. Doctors still don't know what it is. I've seen different doctors. I didn't even feel like I was getting better. I eventually did, probably at about month six or seven, improvements started to happen. And this was a much quicker recovery than the car accident recovery. But this had been so much harder to endure. Why? With the car accident, I had a diagnosis. I had a prognosis. Well, many diagnoses and many prognoses because it's a car accident that almost takes your life. So it does a lot of things to you. But I had diagnoses. I had prognoses. I saw the end. I knew it would be a long journey. But I saw the destination. I saw the hope. And that gave me faith. I could try to focus on that instead of the pain. With the other injury... I didn't have a diagnosis. I didn't have a prognosis. I couldn't see the end. I focused on the pain instead of the end. There was no end to focus on because it wasn't in sight. Ultimately, though, I did get better and I did make a full recovery. So now I'll repeat what I said before and maybe you'll understand it differently. Depression is like when there's no end in sight. And it's much easier to get through something when you know it's ending. So with that in mind, here are five more truths that science doesn't tell you about depression. And these five truths are so important for you to keep in mind, not only if you're experiencing depression, but also if you're around someone who is which if you're a person on this planet, you can be either one of those two people right now or both of them. So number one, depression may present like lying, lying a lot because people understand lies more easily than they understand depression. Or maybe it's just that they prefer hearing lies and fakery about emotions and how somebody's really feeling than hearing the truth about how someone's really feeling. And it's easier to tell a lie than a truth about how you're really feeling. 
Number two, depression may be when someone can't stand their own presence, even when alone in an empty room. Three, depression may be eating well, thinking positively, exercising every day, but it is still there. It is still there in trauma. It is still there in the coping mechanisms that you're using just to survive. Essentially, depression may be a person who has been too strong for too long. Number four, depression may be a parent who is still alive only because they have a child. Number five, Depression is the fight that no one can fight for you, but that doesn't mean it's the fight that you fight alone. If you look for reasons to think that you don't belong and shouldn't be here, you will find them. Always stay until tomorrow. Always remember that in those moments. And remember when I said that depression seems like there's no end in sight? Well, not being able to see that end is like not being able to see your destination. And if you can't see your destination, just look at your next step. If you cannot see your destination, just look at your next step. We live in a world that celebrates all these big destinations, but we don't talk about these big destinations as really being these mirages that are created by these ridiculous social pressures and all of this consumerism that is just pushing you to take more, to want more, to go further. But the thing is, the biggest accomplishment is not finding the destination, the biggest accomplishment is just doing it. Just taking that step, that next step when you don't feel like you can. That's where the success is. And this message isn't just to the person who's sitting there feeling like, well, I don't know where my destination is. I don't know how to get through this. This message is for everybody. Because we have this tendency to just celebrate these, these big endings, these dramatic endings that are really just these frames that we capture on social media or these frames that we capture in a consumeristic message. We need to celebrate the ones who take that next step, not the ones who win the manufactured race that ridiculous social pressures and consumerism have created. So there's no real sign off today because this is all I want you to remember. When you feel like you are done, when you feel like you can't see your destination, just look at your next step. You'll see it. You'll always see that next step. And the proof is, if you're here, you're still here, 
you're seeing that step right now. And so with that, thanks for dropping by the Neighboralia for our quick little chatteroo. Now go, live and help live. Oh, oh, nothing rhymes without ya. Nothing rhymes without ya. Nothing rhymes without ya. Neighboralia.